0: Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbedding.com Hey, it's your call, man. No, it's your call. No, it's your call. call. Hey, nitwits, it's Paul's Call. You know what, it's a Monday, so just a not-so-friendly reminder that here on Paul's Call, we do what we gotta do. What it is is what it is. Sometimes, you gotta slay the beast could be the husband of the year get this after he had to punch a great white shark to save his wife seriously <laughs> on a beach in australia a week ago while well, we've been at camp uh, a beach in australia that's big with surfers dude you get the best barrels ever dude a husband had to get stoked, yo, to save his wife. <laughs> she was attacked and bitten on the leg as they were surfing. The wife was able to jump back on her board. Without skipping a beat, the husband attacked the shark. The husband got off his board and got between the shark and his wife. The sea was angry that day, my friends. <laughs> you know what? Like Costanza's dad? You want a piece of me? The surfer husband dude told the shark, you need a bigger boat. Oh, you see the mother of your child and everything that's who you are. So you just react. You start thinking amazingly where to punch. And so you're like, I'll just attack the eye or whatever. You just start thinking differently, I suppose. You grab that beast by the dorsal fin, and you just start throwing blows. Smash, smash, smash. Wow. And best of all, you live to tell about it. They believe the shark was about 10 feet long. Oh, the wife has some marks on her leg, but thankfully, will be okay. <sighs> okay, Oh, my then. goodness, Paul. Well, Wolf, you know, that's why when we surf Pauly Pleasure Point in Santa Cruz, we always bring our longboard and... The off shotgun of sports. Sports takes and the Doug and Wolf show going national? Uh, I have oh, no. made national news. No, Be Doug, quiet, not Mack. you. But uh, Wolf, unbeknownst to you, actually went national yesterday. I am an expert. Turns out the Red and White Practice telecast was aired <laughs> by the NFL Network. We'll do it live. I'll right. write it and we'll no. do it live. It was, it was a rebroadcast. Um, did you get up, Doug, Sunday morning and, and, and watch Wolf? Uh, it was... Um, it was in the uh, coveted 4 a.m. Sunday morning time slot. Do you know who I am? But Wolf was there. Paul, well, I thought it was 7. Wasn't it not 7 well, a.m., Paul? It was 7 Eastern. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was four our time, Wolf. So you were big on, on the East Coast. It was 7 okay. o'clock Eastern, Paul. Is yeah, you were big. At... It's 4 a.m. our time. Yeah. Hey, no matter how bad a your Sunday. Monday... You got you got to realize the following right now no matter how how much this really is a monday the jacksonville jaguars drafted leonard ford at number 4 overall because everybody now they already had blake bortles again the jags could have drafted patrick mahomes or deshaun watson but they already had blake bortles dude that was a train wreck for me man 4 years later the jags cut the fourth pick overall see ya and head coach Doug has asked, why didn't you trade him? My question was, you know, can we get any value? And it was, we couldn't, we couldn't get any. So you get oh, nothing. So six, no, we couldn't, we couldn't get anything. Basically, the Jaguars, it can't get anything right at this point. Uh, for six straight years, it's worth reiterating that from 2012 through 2017, yeah. the Jags had top five picks every year. The only guy still on the roster, his first name is Jack. His full name, Jack Squad! Polly, weren't you driving the red-white practice? <laughs> uh, zero of those picks. <laughs> Remain with the Jags. Yeah, in fact, since 2016, only two top five picks in the entire league aren't still on the team that drafted them, Leonard Ford and Jalen Ramsey. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you want to lose? Well, I believe you were 4 a.m. as well, Paul. The, the answer is uh, yes. Tank for Trevor is officially a thing there, Peyton, in Jacksonville. Next question. That's right. <laughs> Speaking Tank. of draft picks that could have, would have... Should have been. Oh, bad pass! Gets it to Murray for three. Fifty. Give him fifty in game number six. Let's go. First off, the Nuggets. It's the announcer. Oklahoma Sooners guy. The the Nuggets announcer needs to put down the energy drinks. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> And secondly, uh, we ain't talking about the Suns draft pick, about them drafting Dragon Bender instead of the guy who just put up his second 50-point game of the postseason. Jamal embraces a moment. He's not afraid of it. Some people run away from those moments. He, he, he looks for them. The young man is growing up and turning into a superstar on the biggest stage and uh, couldn't be more proud of him. This is what we do not need to hear from his head coach, Michael Malone. <laughs> Murray puts it on the floor, left hand, 15-footer. Got it again! He is insane. All right. We told you. We, we don't want to hear the highlights or his coach talking about Jamal Murray in Denver. What Jamal's done the last three games is unbelievable. You know, I've been blessed to have been around some great players. King LeBron, uh, CP, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. But I've never seen a guy go 50, 42, and 50. And two of those games being elimination games. So talk about a young man putting a team on his back and that will to win. All right. That it did, was did. in the fourth quarter, man, yeah. when he really took over that game. Yeah, we get it enough. Every No, Paul. Right. That's right, Wolf. We got bigger problems than passing on Jamal Murray. I wish you could feel my pain because that's the pain I have. Waking up every day. <laughs> that's odd. I but feel you, Mike. Did you hear what Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle said about the guy we're really <laughs> not talking about? He's one of the toughest players that I've ever seen in this league, and that goes back 35, 36 years. This is a great conversation, Paul. A conversation we need to have about Luka Doncic. Uh, a Monday can always get worse when Rick Carlisle is talking about Luka. The DUDE factor. DUDE. The D and Big D does stand for DUDE. When Luka Doncic not only goes off for 38, nine boards, nine assists without Porzingis, but then his coach, Coach Carlisle, says he's a great young player that is getting better each year. I mean, he's rookie of the year last year, and this year he's up for most improved. I mean, I, you know, I'd like to know if that's ever happened before. Yeah, I'm for most, you. I mean, he started this season a top ten player, and now Dude. most, imp- and we know he's only twenty one. Luka still has mondo upside. Well, I expect that you know he'll come back next year even better with some something new in his game. The same way that Bird and Magic and and Jordan um, and all those great players did every summer. This is going to be how people approach Luka Doncic from this point forward. Hack him and see how he responds. But. Bird and magic and MJ. Dude, this is not cool. Can we officially cease and desist here? We're me? so fortunate to have him. Ow! Oh! He has uh, an, an irrepressible enthusiasm for the game, for his teammates, and for winning. Okay, he's still there, Doug. I know. I know you're despondent at this point. You're still there, Doug. I, I, whenever we talk NBA draft about who the Suns take and don't take <laughs> okay. and how many more times I get it right and they get paid to get it right, it's really it's a sore subject, Paul. Okay. Uh, I'm not asking too much. Y- you're right. Be that better a than tie- a talk show host. I'm not asking tie- too much. It's enough on Luca. You're right. Dude. <laughs> and and now it's time for another edition of Bring Us All Woo-hoo! Down. I'll be gall-danged. So, Wolf, uh, my dad, my dad Lou, you know Lou, he, yes. uh, he continues to rip the show. I got a lot of <laughs> problems with you people. <laughs> my 82-year-old father says we never talk enough golf or tennis. My dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. The hell I don't. So, with a slam starting, this story is uh, this one. I'll be honest; it's self-serving. It's just to get my pop off my back. The U.S. Open tennis tournament kicks (laughs) off without any fans in the stadium, but with the help of artificial intelligence, you'll still hear the roar of the crowd. No fans doesn't mean no noise at the U.S. Open. enough so we can't hear the incessant and infernal grunting on every ball strike. Oh my god dang! I love that soundtrack, Paul. The, the USDA dog has partnered with IBM to use their supercomputer with the big brain. Watson artificial intelligence technology to examine crowd noise at the U.S. Open. We know what a first round match sounds like, what a semifinal sounds like, what the first ranked player sounds like versus the 25th ranked player. So they're going to use AI with the crowd noise to bring the reality TV into sports. We ain't talking about the game. Well, no, We're talking about not. practice, man. The other AI, artificial intelligence. So when you guys are watching it, you know, it's not just some lame predictable laugh track like a sitcom. This is highfalutin, high-tech, artificially intelligent crowd noise. We've turned all of that data around to say, okay, now fans aren't going to be in the stadium. But we can still give very... Accurate interpretations of what the fans would have sounded like in this particular scenario. Okay. So to come full circle here, can we use AI to conduct the next Sun's draft? Ah, it's ball's gone. Thank you, Paul.